Welcome to the Do What You Love show, the place where musicians, artists, and entrepreneurs share their inspiring stories and advice on how to succeed in the music business. Every week, you'll receive new insights and tips on how to grow your following, get more gigs, and make a living in today's rapidly changing music industry. Thanks for tuning in with us. Now, let's begin the show and do what we love. Hey guys, welcome back to the Do What You Love show. My name is Steve Jazz. And I'm Michelle Kroll. How are you doing? So um, we'd love to talk to you today a little bit about the musician's journey or what's called the hero's journey. And it's a model or a, a, a thing that basically happens within your life when you move from one reality to the next. And we're going to attempt to really give you this um, summary of how that works and coming from a musician's or an artist's uh, point of view uh, and how that's worked for us personally in our own lives. Um, so I know when I first met my um, life-changing mentor, the first time I was discovered, I discovered the world of personal development. I was 26 and I remember having this conversation, you know, on a rooftop party in Docklands, you know, I was talking about the secret and how that, you know, was the law of manifestation, the law of attraction. You know, it was a big phenomenon. The book, if you haven't heard of it or seen it, obviously most of you have, I hope. I hope So, um, uh, yeah, a friend of a friend had actually overheard me talking about this and said, hey, Steve, like, I hear what you're saying and I see that you're interested in this law of manifestation and, and law of attraction. You've got to go check out this guy. Sounds like a cult. Right? And I was like, whoa, you know, and then she mentioned, you know, like got one of her friends to kind of chip in and say, yeah, 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 it was mind-blowing, right? And I remember that, mind-blowing, right? So cut a long story short, I went along to this, you know, one free night event, um, the free event that was basically about relationships and mindset. And, you know, I was 26, I was working Telstra at the time, juggling full-time sales job with, you know, music and gigs on the weekends. And, yeah... Um, I that night really literally changed my life forever. I ended up signing up to that weekend program and from then I learned something very profound about myself. But um, from that point on, I crossed into what was now the unknown world. So if you look at the hero's journey, you start off and there's a diagram which we're going to put on this post. There's a call to adventure, you know. Someone says, hey, you got to check this out. In which case, there she was. Telling me to go to check out the seminar, this information night. I went along and I was, you know, given the opportunity to to sign up to the program, you know, and I had to take that step and invest for the first time in my life to about two thousand dollars. And you know, there was nothing tangible at the end of that either, right? So that was a big step. You didn't big get a pen? step of faith. Huh? You didn't get a pen or something? <laughs> no, I didn't get a pen. No, I didn't get nothing. Wow. I didn't take away anything tangible. I just had to, you know bit of hope and faith and trust but everything that you know he said made sense and since that moment I realized that what happened was I started going through this transformation I'd met a mentor he took me through a series of challenges and you know opened me up to a lot of my own fears which I was able to really break through and there was this big death and rebirth throughout that even just that whole weekend and since then I came back with a whole new perspective on life and 
this happens, you know, consistently throughout our lives. You know, it could happen in the space of a weekend, which in my case it actually did in the one weekend, and then from that point on it might, you know, expand out into a week, months, years, your relationship with your mentor. So these are cycles that are happening within our lives. And this model, the hero's journey, is all the Hollywood movies and the great stories that you've heard use this same model. Um, it's just a different context. So tell us about your first big mental experience in the hero's journey. I wouldn't even call it a mentor experience, but it's definitely part of the hero's journey um, because I, yeah, when I was 18, 17, 18, so I was, you know, was was already in the music industry, was gigging a lot and, and um, was finishing my school. And after school, like, I grew up in this little town in, in, in uh, Germany called Neubrandenburg. And um, after that, I really wanted to discover the world. And I loved biking, so I thought, you know, like, uh, and a friend of mine, she was free at the time, so we made that plan to to cycle around the world. So we started in, in, in Germany, went to France, and then on France, like my friend, she said that she's actually just doing that because she's running away from things. And uh, I said, look, I, I don't want to have someone who actually doesn't want to be here, and you should deal with your problems, you know, like because I want to move forward and you want to move backward. Just go home, deal with your shit, and um, you know, and then we meet in another life, you know. So she 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 drove back, and I, you know, went back through France and to Spain, and but I felt like gradually always worse, and because you know it's the first time when you have spent time with yourself. Oh, and you actually rode on your bike through those countries. Yeah. Just make it clear for everyone listening. Yeah. You rode on your bike through those countries. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, like, I slept at, like, old villages where there was no one there and, like, really fun stuff. Oh, not fun, but really interesting. Mm -hmm. And so I was going to Africa um, at that time or was in Spain and wanted to ship over to Africa. And the last night I spent in Spain was um, actually with a Christian family from, from Sweden, I think, or Norway. And they you know they wanted to Africa as well and do development work there mm -hmm. and so they took me in for that night and we didn't talk much about God I mean they mentioned that they're leaving but um, I said I told them a little bit about the journey and I said and she said well are you, are you happy I said hmm I'm not sure though. I'm just doing it you know I'm not really thinking it and I remember they gave me this bed and it was the first time like in like three months that I slept in a bed right and it's like one of those foam uh, mattresses and it's kind of hang down in the middle. So it was more like a, a fetus position in a very small room and it was super dark. I wasn't used to it because it's always, you know, kind of bright when you sleep in a tent and it's like... And, and I don't remember, I started crying my, my eyes out. Started crying. Like and a baby, weeping. Like, yes. Like to that point that like the family came in and to, to, to the couple and said like, what's going on? Mm. I said, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And she said, well, I think you found, you found what you want to do. What do you want to do next? And I think, I need to go home. I'm running away from my problems. Mm. And I remember that was the first time that I actually verbalized to someone. Right what I felt mm -hmm. and that someone actually for the first time in three months was asking me how I'm doing right. because the, the whole time I was kind of, you know, in myself 
and like all of the thoughts they were kind of like you know circling and but I didn't have a vent you know I didn't have a couldn't vent and before we verbalize something it will always be this like this weird construct that that our brain can't process right we can only process things that we actually put on paper or talk about Mm -hmm. and it was the first time and I realized shit I sent my best friend home and I'm doing exactly the same I'm running away so the next the next day I actually gave them my bike Give them all I had, that all I needed. Um, Scratch my last money that I had in my bank account. Got a got into the train and I went home to wow. my to my girlfriend at the time and said I need to I need to change. And that was my first experience. I'm not sure if it was a mentoring experience, but it was definitely the first experience where I realized that we need other people to reflect and 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 to to make us grow and realize things where I realized okay we need we need to have someone that is generally interested in us without looking at our wallet or without selling us shit without telling you stuff exactly just hearing you and helping you find your own, exactly. discover your own wisdom yeah. yeah so that was obviously the the role of the yeah. mentor and that that charlatan or that person came into your life could be anyone yeah so there you go guys there's some um, part of our story you know we do not really share much of our story but I feel it's really important to do mm. that because as mentors we're mentees we're, you know, we're being mentored all the time um, with the, the difference is sometimes you're conscious of it and, and I think this is something that's super important if you consciously make these decisions you're obviously going to get a lot further in life you know, rather than just letting playing by ear and waiting for the next person to come bring you a cup yeah. of coffee to have that chat you know, take control you, you know that mentors or you know, having friends or people that really can help you reflect and and you know, look within because reflection is the highest form of awareness. So if you're not reflecting, you're not at the most highest form of awareness, which means you can't make the best decisions, you can't get the best gigs, you can't get, you can't do much. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, that's it, guys. We want to want to share with you next week um, how that sort of works more from our clients' perspective and how we've been able to develop what are, what are called the five phases of the USM journey or the hero's journey at USM. Um, you know, and right from learning your craft to recording, producing, releasing, going pro into a music business. So until then, guys, we hope you've gained value. Please share any, any personal experience of your first mentor or, you know, any mentoring experience when you've experienced that kind of cross uh, the call to adventure and you cross the threshold and you've moved from the known world into this unknown world and sort of come back with a whole new perspective on life. Until then, guys, do what you love and we'll see you next week.